My name is Robert Roundtree, and this is the Marijuana Solution. And today we're speaking with a very special guest. Uh, his name is Eric Range. He is founder of Art 420, uh, board chair of Minorities for Medical Marijuana, um, a huge supporter of veterans' causes, and just a all-around candle warrior. How are you doing today, Eric? I'm doing very, very well, man. I'm blessed and. Uh, and, you know, anytime I get a chance to talk with you, man, this is always exciting. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so the last time we spoke on the podcast, I believe, was right around, was it before or after the show? But it, it wasn't, it was around the same time. I think it was after. Um, and we're rolling up on that same time this year, and it's going to be down in uh, Art Basel. Yeah, absolutely. Has it been that long? Oh, man, I thought we, you know, I think we did an update earlier this year. We did, we, um, maybe, yeah, no, you know what, I feel like it's been longer than it has. It was in the summer sometime. But you know what, this year, that I think that speaks to this year alone, man. It's just yeah. been such a uh, crazy year, you know, but, uh, you know, a lot has happened in just a, a few short months. Uh, I wow. mean, it almost feels like. Like, you know, uh, I mean, if we can run through the list of things that have happened in just this year, it, it would be, you know, an outrageous list. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a real outrageous list. And um, that's something that Jose and I were talking about today, you know, because yeah. I, I just met him down in Fort Lauderdale <laughs> in June. And doesn't it feel like it's been like years, man? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Jose is a great guy, man. He's one of my favorite, man. And, uh, you know, he's always been a huge supporter of Art 420 as well, just like you have. And, um, you know, I, I, that, that's one of the most beautiful things about this year's show for us is that, you know, we've made a lot of friends uh, in this industry, a lot of people uh, that we've connected with and uh, been on the front lines with, man, for the last year trying to get things on track, you know, here in Florida. Um, and now to see us all come together uh, at the end of the year uh, for Art 420, it's like the closeout, you know, event for for cannabis this year. And, you know, we're just, you know, excited to be uh, you know, putting this all together with, uh, you know, people we consider friends. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, the show last year that was here a little closer to home in Central Florida was amazing and uh, just being down there during that time during Art Basel, it's, it's you know, it's really special. Um, for those yeah. of you who don't know about Art Basel, it's pretty much a place to be if you're into art for that week of December. Absolutely, man. Art Basel has brought millions of people from around the world uh, every year, and um, for us, it's just you know, so it's so sweet because you know when we did the show in our first year. Uh, we always talked about, you know, taking the show down to, to Art Basel. And so this year being the year that we chose to do that uh, is just really exciting for us. I mean, the first two years, uh, we had a, a huge success in terms of turnout and uh, just support for for the show. Um, but this year, you know, it's just been through the roof. Uh, just the, re you know, registration numbers have uh, just gone completely through the roof this year. And uh, we, we are doing everything we can to get prepared for it. Uh, to make sure that, you know, this is the biggest and best R420 to date. Yeah, I definitely think it's going to be. Um, speaking of which, what are some ways that um, people can help out with R420? Absolutely. And we, we certainly will be... Uh 
volunteers and people to assist us throughout the weekend. So, so uh, we welcome that support. Uh, obviously, we uh, can't, you know, everybody wants to support. We get a, we do get a lot of support, you know, uh, folks who want to support, and that's great. You know, but I, I uh, only choose people when we have something for them to do and, and that kind of thing. So uh, please note if I, you know, don't get back to you, it's a good thing. That means we, we have it all covered and taken care of. So, but people can go to our website. Uh, we have a uh, link on the website to uh, become a volunteer uh, and then ask you about, you know, just what your areas of interest are, you know, the areas that we need help in. Um, and if, you know, you're interested and you're one of those folks who want to get involved, we'd certainly uh, encourage it. I mean, this has always been a team and family effort. So uh, we always look forward to bringing new people in onto the onto the team. Yeah, absolutely. And that was one of the things that drew me to um your organization is it's very inclusive and hands-on you do a lot of really creative things uh live art installations hands-on for patients uh the you know project battle for freedom it's right it's amazing stuff man I, i i really appreciate what you do for the community well, thank you, man. You know, yeah. one of the things with R420, you know, when we set out to do this thing, we said we wanted to challenge that stereotype of cannabis users. And I think one of the best ways to do that is to pre- present a different image, which we do with the art, um, but also, you know, allowing people to see real people, to connect with real people. Uh, at the end of the day, we're all humans. And, uh, you know, that that's one of the the you know, very fabrics of who we are is to, to be able to connect with each other. So, you know, for us, we use the platform as an educational tool. We use the platform to be able to connect with people, um, you know, on a one-to-one basis. We're real. We're accessible. We're, you know, we uh, we like to, we thrive off of being there on the ground floor. Uh, so, you know, we, we kind of are like a hybrid art company. You know, we, we get that question all the time. What is cannabis-inspired art? And, you know, it's, is both a uh, education tool to to help combat the miseducation that followed prohibition back in 1937, um, but it's also uh, a way for us to uh, really and truly show a different side of cannabis and show real human uh, experiences. Yeah, and that's really important to begin to normalize things, and I think it's a great platform and medium to spark interest in something that might otherwise go on you know not talked about it there's still a huge stigma especially where we're at here down in the south i mean despite having medical marijuana passed absolutely and, and even more than the stigma is the miseducation you know i was just talking with one of my artists today uh and they were you know they were under the impression it was still not legal that the bill hadn't passed and you know i had to sit down and like you know you know listen i was there i you know participated in this me and you know others around the state uh we were there we are a legal state you can you know have access to this medicine now um it's not down the road And, and so you know that's why you know one of the things we try to do with the art show as well uh, is to take it, part of the reason we took it to Art Basel is to put it in front of a mainstream audience um, to kind of not move away from the cannabis industry because we love the, the the people we connect with and we want them and they'll be there. Um, but we also want to be able to make it inviting for people who are, um, you know, unsure about cannabis, people who don't know much about it, people who want to learn what the new laws are, um, because there's still a lot of people you would be surprised who don't know. Who, who just simply don't know. And so 
uh, at Art 420, in addition to having the art there, you know, we're, we're going to have, uh, you know, speakers and we're going to have uh, vendors who will be able to help educate, you know, the masses about what is happening here in the state and even outside of the state. Yeah, and that's huge. Um, you know, that's something that was brought up time and time again at the grand opening in Orlando for True Leave is a lot of the patients that I spoke to, a good portion of them veterans, amongst their circles, they're like one of the few people that are in the know that exactly. you can get cannabis. And you even I see it on social media a lot. I spend a good portion of my day, you know, not like a lot of time, but I mean, maybe 10 or 15 posts telling people, no, it's not just low THC and or yes, you can get it. And um, that's something that's right. really important is to continue to carry that message and let everyone know. To me, it's mind boggling because apparently 71.3% of the population that can vote <laughs> for sure knew about it because they, they voted you know. and they got and it won. Right. But, you know, what What I think happened is when session ended and we didn't have a bill, um, I think it got lost. Uh, a lot of people expected to hear something right then and they didn't. Um, and so for a lot of people, they knew that session ended and we didn't have a bill. They didn't know about the special session, um, you know, about the bill that was uh, eventually agreed upon, you know. So those are the things that, again, you know, with R420, um, you know, our organization, again, we use it as an education platform, um, but that's why we partner with some of the, uh, the current license holders, because, you know, they they have a need to do more in uh, educating the, the general population. So, you know, we've worked with uh, folks like TrueLeave, man. TrueLeave has been I mean, I know I don't even have to say it to you, but they've they have really led the way here in our state uh, in terms of outreach, in terms of what they do in the community. Uh, they are a huge supporter of Art 420, not just here in, in our third annual show, but uh, in previous things that we've done, like with the Battle for Freedom Project. So, um, you know, we, we we certainly appreciate all that True Leave does. Uh, but others are coming on board as well. You know, um, we have our anti-conference uh, event, and I know we'll run through all of the different events, but uh, we also got Cure Leaf on board as well. They're starting to... Uh, make a little noise here in our state and so uh they're going to be a part of that and a part of art 420 and uh we're in discussions with a few others as well to get them on board as well to to, to help them see how art 420 has been educating the uh you know the masses and and how with their help we can uh do an even greater job so you know uh, if you're listening out there uh, you know get in contact with us uh, reach out to us. There's still time for you to get on board with everything we have going on. We have tons going on during our Basel week, uh, but we did that so we had it, you know, a little something for everybody. Yeah, there's definitely something for everyone. And I saw the flyer that you uh, put out or was earlier today, correct? Correct. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> yeah. The one that had the updated logos because I, I noticed that right. um, <clears throat> it had Curleaf on there, and I thought that was really good to be able to get the the hometown licensee to support something you know right there i mean that's their backyard right i mean they they like i said uh, folks are starting to uh step up and and understand you know i know uh some organizations are still coming online so for some of them uh they're they're not quite at the stage where they're ready to get that involved and hands-on and you know, we understand that and respect that. But, uh, you know, we, we definitely encourage those who are already 
uh, operating in the space. I mean, this this is the the opportunity. You know, this is Art Basel will bring uh, so many Floridians, uh, so many people from Miami, uh, so many you know from outside of the state, outside of the country. Uh, and this is a great place to make sure that cannabis is, uh, you know, has a, 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 you know, a bullhorn, if you will, to to say, hey, wait a second. You know, we are, you know, a serious industry. We're not just uh, all lazy, unproductive and, and criminal. You know, this is a, a rare, you know, a serious thing. This is, uh, you know, serious companies, serious, uh, you know, medicine. This is this is a, a real industry. Yes, it is. And it's a rapidly growing industry um which you know we kind of highlighted on earlier just the speed that things happen it's really good and absolutely yeah sorry it's really good to see and i highly encourage all licensees anyone putting in an application to make sure you have some type of community outreach program and you know some form or fashion it's vital and if you if you have no plans to do so, then I mean, this is really not the industry for you because uh, I mean, it, it can't happen. You know, I tell the story all the time about, you know, my mother who is a diabetic. Uh, she's also a caregiver for an Alzheimer patient. But if you have if you understand the conversations that I have to have with her in order to get her to even consider this as a real medicine enough to ask her physician about it. Um, you, you understand the work that we have to do. Um, and so many different communities have been uh, impacted uh, in different ways. And so we, we have to make sure that we are putting, you know, that's one of the things. And, and I put a lot of pressure on the current license holders because uh, they, they have to lead the industry. But um, even more pressure should be put on our state. A state, I, I feel like we should have put much more resources into educating and outreach and making sure uh, um, that even as again to get these organizations online um, that we were educating the the Florida citizens you know about what this actually looks like what this is and I mean you you mentioned cannabis in certain communities uh, again and at my Thanksgiving dinner if I mentioned cannabis most people at the table don't know what we're talking about uh, but if we say, you know, weed or marijuana and so on, and we have to understand that we have to begin to change, you know, change that. And the way we do that is through outreach and education. 100%. And that's the only way we're going to be able to change anybody's opinion or get, you know, a lot of people to open their minds. And it, a lot of times it takes repetitive outreach and, you know, squeaky wheel gets the grease. You just have to keep plugging away, especially if they're a little bit older, you know? Yep. Boy. Yeah, absolutely. Man, it, around certain dinner tables, because I have two technically in my family, uh-huh. they're divorced, but one dinner table, I, I can't even bring it up. Doesn't right. even get brought up. The other one, it's totally fly, you know? like Cannabis industry professionals want to gain some new leads, make genuine business connections, and get premier brand exposure? This is your opportunity. NCIA's new industry socials are coming soon to Portland, Maine, New Jersey, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Miami. Sponsorship opportunities available. Register today. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? 
Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold so it seems like a smart investment look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout north america and ask for the original fabric container find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com educate empower and engage in the evolution of the cannabis industry join thousands of industry professionals on august 3rd and 4th in miami florida for the return of the u.s cannabis conference and expo inside the hyatt regency in downtown miami register before may 1st for an early bird discount of 50 percent off now at usccexpo.com that's usccexpo.com join us for the 2019 u.s cannabis conference and expo august 3rd and 4th in miami register now at usccexpo.com expo.com um and, and you know but that's changing and, and it's changing because of people like yourself people like uh jose you know organizations like art 420 and for mm i mean i could go on the list of people who are really putting in the work to to uh change that stigma and so many of them will be at art 420 you know and that's why uh we laid out the the week the way that we did we wanted to be inclusive of the people who we've seen there on the front lines with us you know what i mean the people who uh, you know, have, have been friends of ours or we've worked together, uh, you know, early on in this. And, and that's that's what we brought together. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of organizations on board. And uh, I think what you guys are doing is groundbreaking, both in like the way that you outreach the community, the, the issues you tackle um, and also the scope. I've seen you do. There's been Art 420 stuff on the West Coast. Am I? Not mistaken. Like Absolutely. maybe Oakland, I saw. Absolutely, we never saw ourselves as a uh, strictly Florida company, and uh, I mean more to come. I'll tell you, uh, you know, the 2018 calendar is already filling up, and uh, let, let's just say we'll we, we'll be doing a little bit of traveling, spreading our wings a little bit. But absolutely, I mean it, this 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 platform is such a uh, an important platform, and it can do so much. Uh, we did take a trip out to uh, California last year and we did a few pop up shows, um, you know, uh, around the, the 420 holiday. Um, we've also had uh, we, we worked with one of the artists who we're featuring in this year's show. Uh, we worked with her in Colorado to do a Battle for Freedom project up there, uh, you know, where we're doing the therapy. So, I mean, R420 is 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 an international platform the way that we see it, you know. Uh, we work with artists for already from uh, outside of the country. This year, I have I'm you know exhibiting an artist from Spain. I'm exhibiting an artist from Jamaica. Uh, I mean, it's just the, we recognize that we have something special here, and so we're we're plugging away at it uh, every day. Uh, we're looking to go into communities all over the country, all over the world, uh, and and really. Uh, present a different image. You know, this this is something I've said recently. Uh, if and if when we, you know, implemented prohibition back in the 30s, if all we did was write a law and made it illegal, then all we would need to need to do in 2017 is write another law and make it legal again. But Correct. that's not the case. We wrote a law. We made it legal here in Florida. But 
what followed 1937 was, uh, propaganda, miseducation that really uh, changed the way people looked at a plant. And we as an industry, we we have to understand that um, the only way that we're going to really change that is that we also have to present as we're presenting new laws to make it legal. We have to present you know, the proper education and, and, and propaganda to make sure that people understand and see this differently than they have for maybe 50 or 60 years when we're talking about baby boomers, you know? Yeah, 100 um, percent. And we have to know that it's it's a, like a multi-front battle. And what I mean by that is there's very different demographic populations that we have to engage and speak to in a way that they'll be receptive to. Absolutely. Um, and that's one of the things I love about the cannabis industry is there are so many different people from so many different backgrounds, socioeconomic status, ethnic background, race, sex. Right. Like it's very, very diverse. Um, Income. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and man, there are a lot of people, yourself, your wife especially included that are putting in a ton of work right now. Yeah. A a ton of work. Um, and we've got another legislative session coming up, rolling up in a few months. What is something that you would like to see maybe going forward legislatively? Um, yeah, I mean, there there is so much, you know, one of the things I, I often joke about is when we went up to Tallahassee last year for, you know, to get involved with things, we went up there with like a list of, you know, 15 demands and we walk in the door and they're like, OK, well, tell me your top three. We can discuss those today. And then you talk about those three. And then when you get up and you leave and they're like, OK, what was your top one again? And, uh, you know, you, you have to really become streamlined and focused when you're uh, you're there on the ground. But, um, you know, I think a couple of things that you, you can expect from, uh, you know, my work with minorities with medical marijuana and just what I'd like to see personally. Um, one, we want to continue to solidify the work that we did with the diversity language. You know, um, we have organizations now who have to submit that uh, diversity uh, diversity plan and uh, really, you know, get people into the organization. So, um, but the hands are tied. And right now, the license holders can't outsource any of their work to, uh, you know, to to minority businesses. So, you know, if I had a uh, manufacturing facility as a minority, um, you know, truly you couldn't manu- you couldn't outsource any portion of their manufacturing to me um, as a uh, as a contractor. So um, that limits their ability to be able to bring in diversity in some of the more meaningful roles uh, versus just in staffing. Um, you know, and we, we like that, you know, part of it. And we think that's important, uh, just, you know, but we, we also know that we can get a lot more accomplished and get a lot more, uh, veteran owned businesses, women owned businesses, uh, folks with disabilities, uh, into the mix, if we can, you know, open things up a little bit. So, you know, we, we're going to be looking at some creative ways to try to get that done. Um, but the other part of it for me, you know, really and truly is social justice. Um, uh, that's the thing that keeps me, you know, really glued to the to the ground floor 
is that, you know, I have, uh, you know, a lot of people don't know this about me, but my background before getting into the industry was in higher education. You know, I, I was a college advisor. <laughs> yeah, I, I helped kids get into college. Um, but I've also seen kids uh, get arrested for cannabis and lose their financial aid and can no longer afford you know, uh, school, can, you know, that can I stop you right there. Can we, yeah. can we talk a little bit more about <clears throat> those experiences? Um, because I've known plenty of kids that had the same issue. Yeah. Like what was that like as somebody that helps a kid get into school to try and realize their dreams and then something that you personally know to be true. That's not bad for them per se ruining it, it, everything. <clears throat> it is one of the most frustrating things, um, you know, that I mean, it's hard to put into words because, you know, you you see the system failing a kid and, and there's no two ways to put that, um, you know, because of the way that our laws are written. Um, this person who depends on financial aid in order to better himself to, to you know, live out that American dream of social mobility moving from one social class to the next is not necessarily killed, but uh, very severely, you know, disrupted. You know, I have a kid right now that I still mentor. He came to me when I, I used to be the um, director of, uh, of the Upper Bound program, which helps underprivileged, you know, kids get into from, you know, graduate from high school and get into college. And he was a student in, in my program at the time. And, um, you know, I later left that program and became a college advisor at the university and, you know, caught back up with him years later and found out that, you know, he had gotten arrested. And what was it for? Cannabis. And now here it is, you know, he's with his girl. Um, you know, they have a few kids and all he can do is work, you know, minimum wage jobs. And he's, you know, always depended on, you know, uh, assistance from the government now because he can no longer um you know he, he can't get financial aid to go back to school and he can't make enough money to pay for class on his own and so we we look at the system and you know people are always saying pull yourself up by your bootstraps and you know i'm always uh you know definitely one who who, who doesn't take excuses and you know i don't like to make excuses but I mean, really, we got to look at the hand we're dealing people sometimes and uh, look 100%. at the situations we put folks in and uh, we can do better. And so, you know, I was asked once on a radio show, you know, if I, you know, wanted to be a martyr by putting myself out there on the front lines. And I said, you know, I never thought about it like that. That was never my you know, intention. But I'm a person of obligation. And when I see right, I mean, when I see wrong it is difficult for me not to step up and stand up for what's right. And, uh, you know, that's why, why I got involved. I, you know, that's why I've been in this industry since 2015, you know, fighting to change um, a stigma that is, uh, you know, unjustly there. Very unjustly. And it, it really derails and sometimes, as we know to be the case, can completely disrupt a person's life to where they they don't even recover. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. I mean, especially you if you go to prison for some years, like I mean, you can't even find a minimum wage job a lot of the times. Yeah, yeah. And then what was even worse about that? What if you went to jail for cannabis, and now you come out and they tell you you can't work in the industry? <laughs> but so seriously, the same that, that, thing that that's you, the case. 
Yeah, exactly. And we have to be able to, to find ways to, to change those laws and find, you know, and not find ways. We got to find the courage, you know, and, and that's what it takes. You know, a lot of our legislators sometimes are, um, you know, they're, they're weary about putting out certain things because they have to face reelection. And I get it. You know, I, I you know, trust me, I <laughs> I'm a research paper away from a, a, a master's in political science. I get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but at the end of the day, you are elected to represent, you know, people. Um, you were re- you were elected to uh, represent people who didn't who, who can't speak up for themselves, uh, who, you know, uh, don't understand the politics the way that you do. That's why you're there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. And they're elected <laughs> to be leaders and leaders don't always do the popular thing amongst their exactly. colleagues. They do what needs to be done for the people exactly. that they work for, which is us. We the people. Yeah. So that's and why I said you know, it, it takes courage. It takes courage. Um, and, you know, we're finding that. I, I, I was able to find um, some very good allies last year. You know, as you know, we've gone around the state with several of the senators and, and doing community outreach. And, um, you know, we'll continue doing that with the people who have uh, shown us that they are allies of ours and are willing to go to bat for us when the time comes. So, um, you know, that's important. But I, I encourage everybody who can't be there, you know, in Tallahassee, call, email. It's important. It 100%. helps. hundred <laughs> percent. They get it the helps. message if you call. And if they don't answer, leave a message, send an email, call again. Yeah. You know, be yeah. persistent. Because yeah. Yeah. you have to remember there this isn't the only issue they deal with. Absolutely. So the And you're not the only one who may come from or who may come to talk about this particular issue. You know, correct. we all have different interests and politics is a uh, a competition competition of interests and the better you can uh, organize and, and uh you know, get your 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 interests, you know, together and on one accord, the better you'll be able to get things done. So um, we expect some of those uh, politicians that we worked with to maybe stop through at uh, Art 420 this year. Um, you know, it, it's, it's taken a massive effort to get done what we've gotten done here in Florida. And so, you know, I anticipate we'll get a lot of those folks to, to stop by as well. Um, 2017 has been a great year uh, for cannabis. We got a lot of work to do. Um, but you know, R four twenty is going to be like a celebration, man. Celebrating what we were able to accomplish this year, and you know, getting us all ready and remembering why we, you know, came here to begin with, you know, so that we're ready for session next year. Absolutely. This time last year, um, we didn't have anything. I mean, right. there, there's the amendment had passed. Yeah, and it know, was and and it still, no, still no, yeah, yeah, you know, nothing <laughs> yeah. going on. Well, I got plenty for you guys starting December 7th through December 10th next week. Uh, Art 420, the third annual cannabis inspired art show. Uh, we have lots of uh, things going on for you guys. The gallery will be open to the public from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, Thursday through Saturday. Uh, and then on Sunday, it'll be open from 12 to 5. But um, there's action-packed you know if you're a member of florida for care or cannabis lab uh, they're going to be doing a holiday party on thursday night if you're not a member you know go join you know they're looking to increase their membership as well uh and you can get you know invites to all of their events for next year uh but you know more importantly you can get to network with some of the folks who've been on the, the you know ground floor with the amendment uh on friday night 
Uh, oh my gosh, I, this is going to be, you know, I mean, I think this might be the party of the lifetime. Yeah. I know it's for medical marijuana. We're, we're having our diversity and cannabis experience um, uh, networking mixer. Uh, again, it's, uh, you know, complimentary, complimentary uh, entry. You can go to the art420.com website uh, and you can find a link to get tickets to that. Uh, on Saturday, Saturday is going to be great. You know, actually, can I break an announcement here on yeah. on, on the show, man? I've been able to put this out. Absolutely, one hundred percent. You know, on Saturday we're going to have a few guest speakers, man, and uh, we're working. We still got a couple names that I can't announce just yet. We're working on uh, locking those in, but you know, a huge, huge shout out to uh, Jose Belen. You know, he's become a, you know, I guess an international face now in cannabis. And so, uh, you know, we, we're very proud to have him there. He's going to speak, tell a little bit about his experience, talk about, you know, Battle for Freedom and what we we did uh, earlier this summer. Um, you know, we're also going to have uh, Dr. Terrell Newton from Jacksonville. Uh, he's going to be there uh, speaking, you know, talking a little bit about the science of cannabis. If you have questions, that'll be a great time to come out. Uh, that'll be from 10 a.m. to 12 noon on uh, Saturday, uh, December 9th. Uh, we also have a couple other speakers. Uh, Tereus Jarrells, you know, used to play for uh, Colorado State. Yes. Uh, you know, he was yeah. recently nominated for Advocate of the Year. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, he's doing he's back at it again at Art 420, man. Uh, he'll be speaking uh, during that time as well. Roz McCarthy will be speaking. Uh, who else? Uh, I think we're going to have somebody from Truly speaking. They may have a little special announcement uh, on that day as well. Uh, I mean, we we got you know a couple other people that we're working on as well. So speakers on Saturday. Uh, we'll also have a cultural presentation uh, Saturday afternoon. Uh, we're getting the Rastafarian community involved as well. Again, R420 is about showing all the different sides of cannabis and uh, really showing not just uh you know, how it impacts uh, society, but also how it has impacted the human experience. Uh, and I think when you, you see the cultural presentation, you'll get a, a sense of what I'm talking about. Um, and then Saturday night uh, or Saturday evening, shall I say, if you are a doctor in the state of Florida or outside of the state of Florida uh, and you're curious or still on the fence about cannabis, uh, come out to the anti-conference event and no speakers, no presentations, uh, none of the boring lectures, no CME credits, uh, just a glass of wine, fine art and great networking with other doctors who are already in the space. Uh, doctors who are already making recommendations here in the state of Florida, come and ask the questions that you need to ask to some of your colleagues. You know, uh, learn about how they're implementing this into their practice. Uh, it'll be a great place. Uh, many of the MMTCs will be there. Uh, Trulieve is certainly a huge sponsor of that event. Uh, Freedom Scripts, with this, which is a pharmacy group here in Florida. They uh, are a huge sponsor uh, of the event. Um, Cure Leaf is on board with that. I cannot forget Sensi Magazine. That is just huge, huge. Sensi Magazine is uh, stepping Excellent. up. They're going to be there the entire week. Uh, so, you know, we're glad for that partnership as well. And then we're going to close it out on Saturday night um, with a you know huge party, uh, the High Society Party, which is, uh, you know, sponsored by Cincy Magazine. It is going to be absolutely bananas. Oh, I can only you imagine. <laughs> so pre-sold tickets are already online right now. You can go to uh, highsociety.eventbrite.com. 
uh, and get your tickets. Uh, they're $20 right now, but I, I anticipate this event will not, um, you know, have tickets for too much longer. You know, it, it yeah, is going it'll to be sold out. Yeah, it'll it'll be an event uh, that you certainly don't want to hear about later. So go ahead and get your tickets now. Uh, and then Sunday, you know, we're going to take it easy, man, and kind of uh, close out the week, uh, open gallery from 12 to 5, and then shut it down and uh, get ready for 2018, man. Wow, y'all are doing it big. That is amazing. I love it. Um, and the best part is... Yeah, the biggest and the best so far. <laughs> yeah, this is this is great. It just... It showcases what can be done within the cannabis community and the industry when um, people come together with like minds. And it, absolutely, you're getting support absolutely. from everywhere, and um, and that's great. I'm <clears throat> I'm one of your biggest supporters. I always will be. I love what y'all do. Um, can you? Since I'm a veteran and I talk to a lot of veterans, which today it truly it was mind-boggling, Eric. How many veterans? I met today. Wow. I think in the first 15 minutes, I'm not even lying, maybe like five or six. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The the veterans. Yeah. It's huge. I think uh, Jose was telling me today, um, by the way, excellent on having Jose and all the other speakers. Uh, I've spoke to Treyus Geralds before on the phone for, you know, at length. He's a cool dude, man. Yeah, super cool dude. He's definitely in it for all the right reasons. Um, And what's the name? He has a clinic in somewhere here in Central Florida, doesn't he? Right, right. Um, I was talking to him about it a little bit. I don't know what the actual name, but yeah, he he has a clinic that's, uh, you know, helping people get their card, man. Um, he advocate of the year. I think is a very good title for him. <laughs> yeah, it, it's educate, empower, and engage in the evolution of the cannabis industry. Join thousands of industry professionals on August third and fourth in Miami, Florida, for the return of the U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo. Register for an early bird discount now at usccexpo.com. That's usccexpo.com. Now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches, premium mixing and rolling pouches, allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease. These stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth, cheap skin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or Pouches.com. That's P-O-U-C-H-Z.com. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow. The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seed, sell the board, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him pink, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crap channel. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. I, I saw it on a, um, a list. There's a couple other Floridians. Um, Boo Williams was on there. I forget what category. Michael yeah, Minardi yeah. was um, a nominee for something. So, Florida... 
is getting Big. some love. And that is, that is. You know why it is, man. Florida is always going to be one of the leading states in the country. Where where Florida goes, the rest of the country goes. I I believe that I'm a you know one of those Floridians born here, always lived here. I'm from Florida, grown for real, man. Um, you know, so it, it we always have a way of influencing the rest of the country. So I'm not surprised that we're getting that kind of attention. Um, you know, it, it's it's great. Um, if I can say something else too, Absolutely. man, about the show. You know, one of the most important things, if I, if there's anything I want your listeners to take away is get on the horn, invite somebody to Art420 who is not on board for cannabis. Invite somebody who is all, who's not already a patient, who's not already in the industry. Invite somebody who is still on the fence. Invite somebody uh, who you think could benefit from this but don't know where to begin that process. That's who we want to reach for Art 420. So, you know, I encourage you guys to, you know, help us with that. Call a family member, call a friend, you know, tell them to come out. It's a safe environment. Bring your kids. On Saturday, we're going to have the kids on again, bro. Oh, uh, wow. So bring, bring your kids. This is, this is the type of event that you want to be able to bring out, uh, you know, the family and, and so on. So uh, we encourage you guys to do that. But I think you were going to say something about the veterans, man. Uh, what, what were you going to ask me about vets? Yeah, yeah, I got, you know, so sidetracked about Jose and everything else. Um, the veterans, can you explain a little bit more about what the um, Project Battle for Freedom, what it is yeah. that actually goes on and how it benefits? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it's funny you said that in the first five minutes, you know, uh, or first 15 minutes you, you met five veterans. Um, <clears throat> one of the things that we saw when the very first year and the second year is that everywhere we would go out in public, we got, you know, bombarded by veterans, uh, you know, and they loved to share their story. Uh, it really was eye opener for us. You know, um, you know, we, I have a, a brother in law who's active, active duty Navy over in um, Japan right now. Um, so, you know, we, we, we have a special, you know, place in our heart for vets and for, you know, people who serve, uh, but we didn't know how much this really, this issue of cannabis impacted them. And so, uh, you know, we started the battle for freedom project to be able to, uh, you know, use again, use the platform in what to, uh, really help, you know, that community and help them to get access to, um, you know, quality uh, education about cannabis using, you know, the, the art and art therapy and, you know, painting as another tool and resource that they can use even at home. So what we do when we do the project is we work with um, local artists um, and, and we, you know, we invite veterans to come in. We provide them with all of the art supplies they need. They create some art right there on the spot that they can take home. Uh, and then we try to send them home, uh, or not try, we send them home with a art kit that they can take home and continue painting at home, you know, uh, continue to incorporate art therapy in their regimen at home. Uh, and while they're at the event, you know, we're, you know, telling them a little bit about some techniques they can use, uh, how they can learn about different art techniques and art mediums. Uh, but then we also, uh, we try to have a, uh, a medical professional or a physician, someone there who can talk about cannabis, talk about the science of it, talk about how it can be beneficial to them as a, a patient. So uh, bringing new people into the fold, uh, providing them, you know, uh, access to more education. That's I mean, all of that is huge. Um, Art 
for me, uh, it comes in many forms, and it's very, very, very therapeutic. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even if you think you're not good at art, you're you're good at art. Everyone out there listening, I just want to let you know this. Yeah, for real. I mean, <laughs> Everyone is innately art. a good artist. Yeah, they have a saying in art that there's no such thing as a mistake. No, it's not. You, if you it's not are, possible. yeah, it, 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 because if you're manifesting what's in your your brain, your vision, and that's one of the things we we try to walk them through when they first start. Um, you know, it's different than when we do paint parties or if it's been like a, you know, a painting with a twist type thing that you've gone to where, you know, the artist kind of walks you through and everybody creates the same thing. Um, when we're doing the, the, the work with the veterans, it's important that we get them to put on canvas what is important to them. You know, what they're feeling, get their emotions out, get what is in their head out, um, you know, in, into the atmosphere. So uh, we just encourage them to take a few minutes before they start to close their eyes, do a little meditating and, and think about, you know, what they want to paint and then go for it. Create a vision in their mind and then, you know, work towards that. So, um, you know, as, as much, you know, I know it reinforces some of the things that they, you know, learn in the military, uh, but at the same time, it helps them to escape um, you know, that part, because, you know, one of the things with PTSD is that um, your brain is kind of stuck there. You know, you're stuck in active battle and, and uh, you know, art is a way to help you release that. You know, it's just like when you're reading a book, you can get lost in the pages. Uh, same thing happens when you're sitting at a canvas with some art. Yeah, that's that's the whole point of it is to become so aware of what you're materializing right there. Yeah, um, absolutely. That nothing else matters, and it's a relief. It it's meditative. Um, you know, I, I some of my be- most meditative states have come through art of one form or another. Mostly messing around, producing, you know, half good music, and photography. Believe it or not, like I like to right. paint and stuff like that. But yeah, like photography, trying to like frame in the shot. Um, my camera's been busted for some time now so i haven't taken any more of those but it's great i love it um i want to do some of y'all's live art though the next time you do it i'm i'm sitting down okay yeah man absolutely because like i the more i have thought about it as you've been explaining things like you know how it is when we're at events like it's pretty high alert you know, right. people are always coming up to you. Um, myself, I always feel like I'm like shortchanging people because there's so many people to engage. Like the <laughs> the response is overwhelming, and I encourage everyone to come out, get involved. Whatever, however, you're passionate about the plant, there there's definitely a spot for you in the movement. Um, Absolutely. And there's so many great things to do, like the kid zone. What? Yes. T- t- tell us about the kid zone because I so actually we- missed it. Yeah, so we, we did the kids zone at the um, um, for the first time at the Skits and Cephaly conference, but we're we're working on a couple others. In fact, the um, you know I forgot to mention the uh, just had a call today. The Epilepsy Foundation will be there uh, at Art Four Twenty as well. Um, you know, talking about epilepsy and uh, when they do their conferences, we're hoping to be able to work with them to provide the kids zone as well. You know, again, we we try to um, you know provide. Uh, some type of art and entertainment 
while always uh, backing that up with education. And so when we did it at the uh, Skits and Cephalid conference, it allowed us to give the kids something to do that was fun and, and engaging. Um, and while their parents were there standing, we got to talk about cannabis. <laughs> you know, it, it's just like a win-win, but everybody gets to win in that situation. So uh, the kids zone for us is just like a no-brainer. Uh, we have kids, you know that, you know, we've talked about our kids we uh have you you have met my kids before i believe right i'm pretty sure i don't yeah, remember I where so. I, I think there was a time that you had your kids and maybe cheryl had judo with her yeah event. yeah and me and, and see that's the that's the thing about this industry we're real people oh yeah <laughs> and very family friendly Right. We we are real people. We have families. Our families are involved in this. You know what I mean? I, our family, my, my kids, they would tell you this is their art show as well. They are part of this. Uh, you know, they, they get involved. They help us select the work. They help us, you know, arrange things and so on. And, uh, you know, it's just a, it's a, a, a blessing to be able to see this industry take off the way that it is. So, you know, come come join us and close out the year. Uh, 2017 was great. Let's have some fun. Um, you know, R420 is really all about the entertainment as well and, and making sure that we all have a good time. Yeah. Speaking of entertainment, are you going to go to the Wu-Tang show? I don't know if I'm going to get to do anything besides <laughs> that. I mean, my life has been, I'm telling you, I was like a, a zombie at Thanksgiving dinner because, you know, there trying to have a good time but in the back of my mind i'm like i have a thousand emails i need to send you know <laughs> i have so many other things i gotta do uh so after the show i don't even know what my life looks like uh you know Hopefully we're, we're just rest because uh, you man you were yeah. you were putting in work and i appreciate you taking so much time out of your night to speak with me um it's been enlightening Absolutely. um I, i'm excited i didn't I didn't know about one of the events, maybe the high society events, or maybe I got it confused, but it's exciting. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, there's a lot of stuff going on. It's going to be a great time. Definitely. Go to the website. All of it is there on, on art420.com, and that's uh, 420 spelled out uh, for the website, art420.com, and you can find uh, links to get tickets for everything. Um, the only event that actually has an entry fee is the um, the high society party. Uh, and that's late night. The other events, um, you know, and the, the exhibition itself is, is uh, you know, complimentary to, to folks. So all you have to do is just kind of sign up, um, you know, ahead of time so we can get accurate numbers. Yeah, that that's an amazing value. Complimentary. Absolutely. I mean, that's <laughs> it. For, for the artwork you're going to see, there's artists from all over the world, all over the country. Um, the submissions are amazing. I've saw it with my own eyes last year uh, everything they do is yeah. great everything you're doing i i fully support and uh you're you're a real blessing to the movement not just in florida uh but like you said art 420 is international and it's Absolutely. great to see this is the beginning of a really long bright future of really changing the way we think about a lot of things in the world Absolutely. Absolutely. And, I, you know, I invite your listeners and everybody else to take the journey with us. So, you know, thank you again, man, for having me on. I appreciate it. It's always a great time. Always great discussion. And uh, I'll see you next week down at Basel. Yeah, absolutely. I'll see you next week, Eric. Thank you. Uh, tell your wife and your kids, hey. All right, man. Have a great one. Thanks. Have a great day. You've been listening to The Marijuana Solution. Oh, well.
aware of this marijuana solution. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.